welcome, welcome. Back. do you think we talk over each other too much at the start of the episode um i think we talk over each other too much throughout the entire episode of every season <laughs> <laughs> that's genuinely what i think i think we need to stop doing it so much and like be patient and wait for the other person to stop talking are you di- there's only one person in the room and it's me yeah you can't be indirect when you're doing it to me i think we need to we as in me I mean you. yeah <laughs> hello welcome to episode what episode is this two two of but also get therapy i'm halima my pronouns are she her i'm mel my pronouns are they them welcome back to season three welcome back to season three i've got what? some oh, gossip what gossip do you have my work this is my this work crush yeah okay oh my god you've got it's, a crush on no i don't have a crush on her okay, i'm okay, in a relationship sorry. they've got a crush on you nah man she touched my hand like she fully grips my hand for longer than three seconds which is like the time that you know that like they're trying to beat wait 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 wait. they grips your hand for yeah. longer than three seconds 100 percent. that means you let it happen no you're telling me for three seconds you looked at the hand, touched your hand, and you didn't say anything. I felt nothing. You can't prove it. I felt wait, wait, nothing. Wait, wait. Was it just like they grabbed your hand or the hand was just like brushed against your my, hand slowly for three seconds? My hand was holding onto the mouse, yeah? Okay, basically, I needed Sorry? Like, yes. What? What is this, a rom-com? And it they were like, let me show you how to do it. And they grabbed your hand. Forced it though. It was a low budget rom-com, yeah. I'm not going to so, lie, that is a force. So basically, yeah, for, for context, I have started a new job. We'll talk about work in this. And there's this new system that's been implemented in work. Mm. And I haven't really got scripts to that because I need to get like the foundational stuff. Um, basically, like I need to learn like the basics to then learn about this new system, right? Okay. So I was like, finally, it's like nearly three months there. So I was like, I'm going to start learning about the new system Cool. So I asked her to come over to help me with this like website thing. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. But she's the only one that's not, she's like the only one in the office that like is approachable really to ask this stuff. Yeah, because. But also she, I know she's onto me. Because she fucking, she wants to she's beat you. onto me. Also, okay, fine. <laughs> I thought we weren't revealing their gender, but okay. <laughs> I guess, guess we're just revealing them now. Right. Also, she lives in Stratford. Um, her postcode is... is exactly. E. <laughs> Easy. That's what her postcode is. I'm joking. You're not I'm joking. <laughs> postcode is easy. You said you're a slut. That's what you said. Fucking prick. She doesn't even make it hard, you know. What? Uh, anyway. Well, um, no, she does him because she wants to beat. She wants to lip. She's not going to make it hard if she wants to lip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wants to lip so much <laughs> to the point where she undermines my girlfriend now now you know now <laughs> my girlfriend yeah, your girlfriend my, my girlfriend right of current <laughs> yeah yeah so so when i was like when i couldn't click on something because i didn't know where i was going so mm. she went over to like show me but she did it with my hand on the mouse did what? you hang on sorry so did your did you not flinch were you like sorry uh, let me move my hand no, it you was already there. Happen. It was already there. I felt like... Did you look at her? Huh? I, what I could only imagine it felt like was being a bird and then you're already in a cage. Like okay, you're not going to be okay, able to fly okay. out. Tra- you know what I mean? You're trying to future. Yeah, yeah. And if it was a whole thing of me like proper like slipping my hand out and my like boss was next to me and he looked at it and he was like, is that it? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, don't look at me like that. Okay, okay. Very confident now. She's very confident. She's very confident. She, yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's quite brave. Yeah. But then I also think I'm the problem. Do you slyly, like, find it a bit sexy that uh-huh. she's so cocky? Not even, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, low-key, 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 you're like, that's actually kind of nice. Sometimes, you know what, you know when, you, you know when, you know when you're trying to sleep in a little bit and you don't really put that much effort into work, you put a little bit of water in your hair and you leave the house and you look a bit crusty. Okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> I know, yeah. 
at the end of that line, she's going to be there ready to take me as I am. And that's, that's true, what, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves If you off. ever hit a low in life, yeah. you know there's one secure beat. <laughs> So There's fun. definitely one person. <laughs> that one person that could get it. That, that could get it. That could get it. <laughs> and, that, and that's me. That would, that's me and my babes. <laughs> she's on to me, man. She's on to me. I don't think I give off at work. I don't give. I don't think I give off a, a sexy persona. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. What persona do you think you give off? That my, my most confident persona. What's your most confident persona? When I'm around people I know. Are you mad? No, so you don't give your most confident persona at work? Is that what you're saying? Oh, that's a lie because like within, within, because it's the work I'm doing now, it's very like, not singular. It's not, not like a massive, like you do what you do with the person you're working with and that's it. Mm. It's not like a whole company thing. So we don't really interact that much with each other outside of what we do. Mm. I'm making it sound like I'm in the MI5. Why am I talking about it like this? (laughs) What do you do? Um... Yeah, man, don't worry about it. All I know is that, all I know is that my girl and my other girl, you're good. <laughs> Who cares, bro? <laughs> this is so fucked up, you know? It's so problematic. <laughs> What's wrong with no, you? I hate it so much. This is so problematic. Um... <laughs> But I, I think within, so within um, me and my manager's like, like, like <laughs> space. <laughs> You're pricked. I'm actually sorry, just sorry, babbling. I'm actually just babbling. That's no, no, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually no, sorry, sorry. What are you thinking about? <laughs> I'm just thinking of you when you said, all I know is that my girl and my other girl are eating good. <laughs> How's your weekend? Okay. Talk to me. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Yeah. How are I'm you? Actually, sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we just had a delightful bank holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this country, mm. um, it was actually a very jarring reason why we had the bank holiday weekend. <laughs> it but is let's not get into that. Fuck the coronation, man! You man love a bank holiday, and listen, I say it again. If you are a royalist, tap out right now. I had a delightful weekend and managed to avoid all coronation stuff, yeah. apart from one time uh, when basically on Saturday I was in Bristol mm. for um, KP's, uh, Kiai's Hindu. Yeah. Which by the way was delightful. Shout out you. And I was kind of nervous because I was like, oh, I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I'll just go down on my own. I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah. And everyone was so delightful. So shout out to all you, man. Anyway, so we were in Bristol and we were like in this restaurant and there were two other Hindus happening at the same time. That's a bit sweet. It was sweet, but like one of the tables was so loud. Oh, like they were like singing and it was just jarring. Yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. were like the quiet table. They're not table. in the relationship, but sure. No, nah, we were like the quiet, chill table. Yeah. And then there was this other table that was like an older bride, like mm-hmm. a bit older. The older bride table, they left while we were still eating. And as they were leaving, they all, like, a few of them wearing Union Jack Chorby hats with their little Union Jack flags in each hand. And they were singing as they were going outside Mm -hmm. and, like, dancing Mm -hmm. to some, uh, potentially, God Save the King. I don't know. Sweet Caroline, let's go. Something like that. But I was like, wow. And all of us at the table were just like, fucking hell. They love it. I don't know why they love they it so much. They are gagging for it. They Honestly. love it. And I was so surprised because I was also trying to avoid it a lot, but I was going from south to west, yeah. So I yeah, meant yeah. that there was a middle section of the fucking London <sighs> that I had to witness. South to west as well. South to west means you're going through... Bruv, um, I'm going through Mordor. 
<laughs> I'm going through political model. <laughs> That's what I'm going through, mate. You're showing that you're a geek, by the way, when you said that. Yeah, man. Frodo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gryffindor, Frodo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout Frodo. <laughs> I said Gryffindor. You said Gryffindor. <laughs> Once again on this podcast, I'll say fuck JK Rowling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What She's a twat. A Okay, sorry. Um, sorry, I was going to say, what was I going to say? So you're going from south to west London. Going south, so I was going through what can only be described as the day of judgment in so many ways. Because why, as my internet now, I'm underground, my internet doesn't work. I've got mm. no, no mobile or cell data yet. Mm. And I'm in a fucking tube of Royalists mm. at Sloan, Victoria, Sloan Square. Oh. Bruv. No, 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 no. if you could, you know when you catch yourself out and you're like, if these guys were, if they, these guys had like no, like the purge kind of situation. Ooh, that's you know scary I mean? by the way, yeah. The coronation will be where it starts. That would be it. They would go and, they would kill me. I Apparently felt, not though, because remember when we had the riots, that was like the purge. But yeah. they came to Ealing Broadway. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> they came to Ealing Broadway, they didn't fucking go to fucking Sloan Square. I, I wish they like, would. If the purge happens, I'll go, King Gosh, King Gosh. Say, Wait, what? I've got King Charles, King Charles, I love him off. I don't like, I'll abandon my opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they came back here. I, like, I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God save the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I would fucking do a fucking tap dance, bro. <laughs> I'll do a fucking jig. I love him so much. <laughs> Fuck that. But it was, it was bad. But I was saying to Mel, like, it's crazy to see, like, how many young people love of the king. I know it was like a day to get frassed and the whole weekend to get frassed. Like, in this country, right, it's literally... Bank holiday just means your liver's sad. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And this particular weekend, all the pubs are open till 1 a.m. Did what? you know that? No one told me that. Yeah, all the pubs are open till 1 a.m. I love a pub. For the coronation. Nuts. I should have stayed out. Um, so today we wanted to talk to you guys and to you. Hello, rat. Me. Um, around work. We're going to talk about work. Oh, yes. Sounds a bit boring when I it's say a, like no, that. No, it sounds boring, but like we're going to talk about like work ethic now that doesn't make you sound better what <laughs> ethics <laughs> like cycling what, uh, what is our relationship to work and the council how has it impacted us things like that work work and all of them ones there is it racist if i'm in a meeting room and i'm the only person who's not white yes <laughs> <laughs> is this world racist yeah yeah, yeah. is this yeah, world yeah uh pro-white yeah right yeah. i think this is this is like the second time i've Ooh, have all of my workplaces been... Predominantly white? No, have I always been the first black woman to work there? And I think the answer is yes. You're a trendsetter. I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> I started black people yeah. in the UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they followed behind me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a trendsetter, you know. Um, I didn't set any trends because none of my people followed me after. <laughs> they were like, bro, are you good there? Like, come back. It's not safe for you. Come in. I, yeah, so I've, I've been in like white spaces all of my life, particularly in work. Yeah. And I've never, I've actually not known what it's like to work in an, an environment where like, like diversity was uh, an ideology rather than just a reality. Mm. But to be honest, the first places I worked was like pubs, right? So they're not trying to do up fucking diversity quotas. The only thing that's black is their Guinness, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the dog's thing in there is a fucking pint of Guinness, bro, that a white man's holding. Fucking hell. You're actually a fucking prick, you know? It's true, though. You're not wrong, though. Yeah, yeah. They're not trying actually... to hit quotas. No, it's actually true. They're not trying to hit quotas. So, no. like, that was... And then also, like, with within that, like, 
when you go into pubs, I think it's expected for you to get a little bit of racism in your little pipe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's even always, you, even yeah. you, when you go into yeah. pub, you're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 what do I turn into a pit bull? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do I start doing? <laughs> I go, I go on all fours and I go, yeah. You like that? <laughs> What's wrong? Oh my God. You start licking out a dog ball. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. No, no. I was imitating. I was imitating the sound that you were making. Oh, you right. Fucking rat. What you don't have, but like it's just a vibe, like the feeling. It's like the Sunday feeling, but like yeah, like it feels racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it so actually does. Though. Something about like, carpet and beer, man. It no, does, it trust does really me. Do it. It really yeah, does and that do that it. like smell of dried alcohol. Yeah, the, into the, that's like seeped into the carpet. You can really fight a, yeah. a light, a fire in you. You know, really, really can. Yeah. In, yeah. inside your belly. Um, yeah, so sure. those <laughs> the, those spaces were definitely like not. But like in 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 uh, like the corporate world, yeah. Mm. The first job I had was like. When you say corporate, though, what do you mean? Corporate, I mean like, like a nine to five office bloody job. Bloody like nine to five in the city, bish bash bosh. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a fucking prep, walk, walk, porridge, walk, go in the office. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say city, you don't actually mean like. No, like... I don't. It's not specified to a city. It's just a nine to five kind of job. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not like yeah, I'm getting my fucking tube down to Moorgate and yeah. then I'm going to go into my building say hi darling you look kind of sweet in yeah, that yeah. dress <laughs> is that polka dots you look great yeah, yeah. your reception is <laughs> sexy yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> you taking the kids to Isla what yeah you look great yeah like that nah I'm talking about that <laughs> always got the fucking shrews the fucking I can't office. tell whether or not you're a man in this scenario in this fucking <laughs> bit that you're doing like because I'm like is this sexual harassment like it feels like it is but then like lift it no even if you're a woman saying look sexy in that dress that's actually sexual harassment <laughs> so fucked up in it turn around for me laugh they love that shit bro it's horrible it's horrible um what was your first yeah you, you um, yeah tell I, me actually I um well it depends my first jobs were like um working at well a like working at my dad my mum's mum and dad's restaurant my yeah. dad's restaurant really mm-hmm. yeah like doing weekends and stuff That's until sweet. I quit. But then I did other stuff like doing, being a waiter at like for an agency. Mm-hmm. So like I would get sent out as a teenager to like different events to go and be a mm-hmm. waiter at. So like I did like Lords Cricket or whatever and like fucking Royal Alaska and shit. love a little Kate little situation there. Yeah, bro. Canopy, salmon. Yeah, those were like my first, first jobs. Mm. And those were like fine you know what I mean? Yeah, like you, when you're a teenager and you, you like any money is good money because right. you're like, I've never made money before. So yeah. like, you're like, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll get any money I can. Mm-hmm. But like, to be fair, I will say that like, I think I've always been in a position where I've been like privileged enough to like not actually need to work mm-hmm. as like a teenager or like at university. Right. Um. So really my first proper, like going into a first like, job mm-hmm. career path wise was like when I, left university right and got my paid internship yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no but I, I i i think i was in no i know <laughs> i don't think i was in this i was in the same position as you because yeah. i only had my first job when i went to university so like through um my teenage years my parents 
didn't I did like the odd jobs here and there like yeah, yeah, yeah. like similar to you but I there wasn't like a necessity because both my parents were like you got oh, you got to go to school that's it you go yeah, to school yeah, yeah. and I'll give you 20 pounds do you know what why I mean? do your parents sound oh cockless? sorry I'm sorry I get confused with my other life <laughs> I'm so sorry um but I was going to ask you when when you got into what was your idea of work at that point were you just like um, this just pays my this just gives me extra cash and like 100 pounds what when I was a teenager nice. yeah Okay, yeah. When I was a teenager, I was like, yeah, extra cash, I can buy clothes. Mm -hmm. That's literally it. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go to work for anything else. I just wanted to buy clothes mm. for myself. Like, it wasn't a situation where I needed to work to, like, help out my family or anything. It was yeah. just like, I just want to go Zara Man. Yeah. And get, like, a fucking button-up top and then... We'll yeah, that's, like, made in a factory and, like, ripped off by, like, ripping off some other banging designer. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic taste you had. Yeah, yeah, I had fantastic <laughs> very beginning. taste. Yeah. Love high street brand. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out you, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's literally it. I didn't feel like I needed to work. Yeah. But what about you? Did you work as well just for that? Like just to be able to like get some cash? Yeah, I think, yeah, extra cash definitely. And I think, I think it kind of set my opinions of work from the very beginning as like, if I like it, I'll stay kind of thing. Because okay. did, I didn't, because it was a necessity to me, I did, I, I looked quite, like I looked a lot at like my how much I enjoyed it there and and I was looking at things that other people would just go in and out for do you know mm -hmm. what I mean like they're like just put your head down go to work come in and out of it because I didn't I there wasn't like certain like outgoings depending on it there was literally okay. just extra cash yeah that I felt like I've always had like a really personal connection with work I get mm -hmm. really like I got really into it like I oh, like it is in does it make you feel like it's part of your identity? Identity, potentially, yeah. I think at that time, definitely. But also I felt like really invested and cared. I never had that separation. Like I felt like I cared emotionally about things at work and people at work and stuff like that. Oh. Where in other ways people didn't um, because I didn't have that separation because I didn't look at it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like didn't look at it like it was like, you just need to get your money, go, payday's payday. Right, right, right. Right, I looked at it like, oh, I really cared about everything that was going on there. I don't know if that makes uh, any sense, to be honest. Does that mean that you got caught up in office po office politics? I was on the office politics. Why? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Oh, okay, maybe, okay. maybe. <laughs> but I, I hate office politics. But like for, for, for reference, like, uh, for an example here, like I wasn't getting paid at my first, my pub job at, at uh, um, when I was at university. Do you know what's so interesting? Because I really am very fond of her. Like I became really good friends with the um, manager, but she hadn't paid us in months. Like she basically took over the pub and then like moved. She said that she was setting up payroll, but she never did. Uh -huh. So we were like, they were like, we had to like write down the shifts that we did and like she'd send it. We'd like send her the shifts that we do, but never tax. She taxed it, but the tax wasn't going anywhere and sorry imagine being... <laughs> she wasn't paying us imagine being scammed by a pub <laughs> that's actually fucked she wasn't paying us yeah Do you know what i mean but i remember like staying and working and it was like the fifth month and i hadn't like seen a penny of the money <gasps> this is i'm a dickhead right because that's yeah. what i'm saying like i because again like there wasn't that like i literally need it again like very privileged position that i was able to like stay because I like the person mm. so much. Do you know what I mean? And I think that mm. also ties in very well as to why, like, I found it really diff difficult to leave work. Mm. Um, but I'll get into that in, later on in the episode that I had such, like, emotional ties to people at work. And I think that's probably what I'm like anyway in life, but particularly at work. 
Yeah, because even now with your new job that you started a couple months ago, like I feel like you spend so much of your time there. Mm. And that like, I think you invest so much like energy into it. Yeah. Um, that I can tell that it does become like somewhat like a huge part of your identity, mm. like what you do. But yeah. it, I think that is potentially because you finally found a job that you feel like you're really passionate about, yeah. like yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can see that. Because I didn't, I wasn't the same way about my other job. I was yeah. gassed. I was like, five, five o'clock, I would close my laptop. <laughs> um, but what was your, what, what's your like emotional ties like to work? Do you have that? Uh, okay. So actually it's interesting because I feel like my family, on, at least on my mum's side, definitely, they were always like, you work hard and the boss will notice who yeah. works the hardest. And if you work the hardest, then you'll get noticed and then you will be promoted or whatever. Yeah. And like my mum always says stuff like, if I get opportunities from my boss, like mm -hmm. not opportunities, but like, I don't know, like, oh, he asked me to like stay late and do this thing. Mm. My mum would be like, don't be upset that you have to stay late. Like, it's good. Your boss looks... Like, your boss thinks you're capable of doing it, which is a good thing. Right. You should be grateful to your boss. And it's very much like a, you should be grateful to your boss. Yeah. All the time. Like, be yeah. grateful for the opportunity. Be grateful for the job you have. Like, yeah. it is a bit, it's a bit like immigrant uh, mentality, I think. 100%. When, like, you come to this country and you should be, the mentality is like, you should be grateful for everything that these white people yeah. are giving you. Yeah. So, like, from their perspective, I think it's very much like, Mel, make sure you don't fuck it up and like make sure you're grateful and yeah. make sure that your boss knows that you're grateful for them and all the yeah, opportunities. 100%. And like when you go into an interview, make sure you're saying like you're really willing to learn. You're really like, I'll take it for nothing. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. yeah. Work can, for free. Yeah, pay me peanuts. Like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, just give me room and board. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm in Oliver Twist. Please, can I use your deodorant? Yeah. <laughs> Put me some tap water in. Please, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's actually sad. Sorry, <laughs> so it's actually really sad. But yeah, like, I think that was kind of the mentality. It's right. more like... Be grateful. Be right? grateful. Yeah. Um, and like, a job is safety. A job yes. is security. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter what it is kind of thing. Which makes you think... Which which stops you from having standards, right? When you're grateful for it, yeah. you don't really do a quality check as you would if you felt a little bit more... if. Like, you'd stay in something for longer because you're grateful for it. That's what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get And out. also because you're scared. Because, like, mm -hmm. what, for me, I, I didn't, uh, like, just leave things mm -hmm. without, like, really thinking about it. Yeah. Because, like, I think part of me was, like, oh, I'm scared I won't find anything better. Yeah. And that's because I think my parents did drill into me, like, but what if you can't find something? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? The economy... But um, smashes down and like, yeah. you don't yeah, have yeah. anything and your <laughs> yeah, kids yeah. are dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't have any kids. And they're so scared of like recessions. Yeah. They're scared of like a lot of things. I think actually like our generation is like much less scared, scared of, of in many right. ways. Um, because we're all going downhill anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, exactly. It's like we're all going to probably um, drown in a big flood. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah. I mean, touch I wood. I can swim swim though. Yeah, you too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can swim, but I can't tread water. Remember that. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, so like sorry, I can sorry. swim. But once I'm tired from swimming, I will die. <laughs> once I'm tired. <laughs> once I'm done with that swimming. Yeah. Uh, I can't float, basically. Would you be vexed if I leave you? Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, wait, wait. You're telling me, yeah, when the big flood comes or yeah, whatever. Not when, flood, if, you know. if the big yeah, flood yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And we're doing up Noah's Ark, yeah? Yeah. I fell off the Ark. Yeah. I'm trying to swim back. Yeah. No, no, no. I fell off the arc. You fell off the arc with me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I can. We were, bit, we were a bit licked on some yeah, campaign, yeah, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. We used the water as mixer. Yeah, yeah. 
we got <laughs> we got we got some champagne we were like we made it on the ock yes we fantastic yeah. we fell off the ock because we were mm-hmm. so drunk we're swimming 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 trying to swim back to the boat we get swept away mm-hmm. okay next thing you know we continue swimming we see a shoreline we swim, swim. i'm so tired i start drowning you're gonna leave me if i hear them pop a bottle i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> If I hear it, like, like in the background, I just want to, I just want to, like, you can't set tread. the record straight. Wait, also, wait, wait. Let's set the record tread straight. Water, like, do you want me to die? No, or no. You to die, <laughs> or okay. us to die? Let me, let me actually just tell the listeners something. Yeah, hear it, man. And you can't interject. Clear your Don't ears, speak bro. over me. Don't speak over me. I'll take right? anything you give me. Listen, just now, yeah, before we started recording, okay. Outside, it was raining so much. Yeah, I'm I was sitting wet. in the living room. <laughs> I was sitting in the living room eating my dinner, okay? I'm still damp. Waiting for Halima to come over and record. I'm sitting there eating my dinner, and then I thought to myself, I hear the rain proper loud, yeah? And I thought, oh shit, Halima's gonna be here soon. So, like, it, did you cough deliberately over what, what I'm talking about? No, 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 no. Yeah, you're something prick. in my throat, but go, go, go. <laughs> <You're fucking dead>. <laughs> <laughs> but please continue. So, I went to the station no so basically what i did was i saw the rain was really heavy i said to, and gab was like oh let me check on find my to see where halima is and then gab was like oh my god she's like at the station and i was like oh my god she's gonna have to walk here and bearing in mind i live like three minute walk from the station so i got my umbrella and i got my little rain jacket on and i went out looking for halima with my little umbrella and i found her with a fucking tesco bag over her head <laughs> I, look so sh- wearing... I was walking slower than I would do if it wasn't raining. You literally ripped open a Tesco bag to put on your head, yeah? <laughs> and then... Um, you came and saved me. I came me. and saved you, yeah. And I did I came, say... My trousers were wet when I got home, but you know what? You do it for me. Did I, did, I, did I blame you? But were you not walking on water? There we go. No, shut up, yeah. <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying is, is that you're ungrateful. Um, yeah, I am ungrateful and I would leave you. Okay. Yeah, okay. But that was the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for me. Wow, that's yeah, not true. That's not true at yeah, all. But the sweetest really thing um, that has happened to me today. That's that was nice. very nice. nice. That was very yeah, nice. That was very nice. kind of both of you um, yeah. and you and your socks. Um, sorry, circling back before I <laughs> rudely disrespected our friendship. Yeah. Um, there was definitely, yeah, there was definitely this mentality of be grateful for what you have and don't yeah. leave it unless because you will never get a job. And also, I think I had this thought similar to like thinking about talking about in this conversation is that because I was the first black woman in every single one of my jobs, but particularly the last two jobs I've had, okay, particularly the last job I had, I was so grateful because I was the only black person, right? Okay. I was like, oh my God, they've taken a chance on you. I've had right, that woman saying right. that to myself. They've taken a chance on you. You're representing a whole group of people. Um, you are you need to be a good example of what it is to be a black girl in this space. Mm. Um, otherwise, you're not paving the way. For, I don't want to pave the fucking way. Why am I paving the way in 2023? Do you know what I mean? The pave is weighed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's not the way you say it. No. But still, like... The way is paved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the way is paved. Um, so I took on this character. Did anyone tell me to do it? No, but obviously, like, that's what my subconscious was saying to me. Mm. And I, like immediately wanted to be like a really positive representation of a black girl in work and I'm like bro that's a lot of pressure to give myself but also the really damaging thing about not having representation in workspaces yeah is that because your family raised you to think that or like what is it like is that just something that like you what? made up as in not made up but as in like <laughs> sorry not yeah, made up <laughs> but like in your mind was it something that your family kind of like believed into and taught you like yo 
Um, if they accept you, you're doing good. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As to why, like, I, my parents are very particular about who I hung out with when I was younger. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it was definitely that, but... So you're telling me if I was black, your parents wouldn't like me? No, not not like you. <laughs> they wouldn't want me hanging out with you? <laughs> if. <laughs> if I was your cousin, maybe. Um, no, it was, I think it was their what they expected to be danger. They were like, it'll be dangerous again in the wrong crowds, but what's the wrong crowds? Right, right, Black right. crowds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just like, we've come to this country, we want to make sure that you have the best life, we don't want you to get into drugs, all of this stuff. Which, right, right. Again, really rooted in their internalized homo- homophobia, probably, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and racism. Yeah. Um, Joke's on them, you're a drug dealer now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up. a gay drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sell pink cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, But I wanted to ask you Mm. about when you were working in your internship and the first years of your 20, like in your early 20s and you had these jobs, right? What what did you feel about yourself and how, like, what was your esteem saying at that time? Mm, I think I was really anxious because I went into an internship not knowing anything. Uh Um, And it was like a, I guess it was like a proper internship where like you're just thrown into like actual work. Yeah. Not not I guess like what some people might imagine an internship to be which is like they still treat you like you're a student and like no that yeah I feel like they actually did give me like proper projects to do Mm -hmm. it was I mean it was with like a large media company basically and I was doing graphics and I had studied film and made films at uni but I didn't have any like graphics experience really so I just kind of like landed this I don't know how I guess Mm -hmm. like because not, I don't know how. I think maybe I should give myself some more credit because, like, 100%. I actually did have to make, like, a project for them and I had to present it in front of, like, 12 people mm. and do an interview. It was, like, a whole thing. So, yeah. like, yeah. Like, as in, I got it because hopefully I earned it, but also partially luck. This is so funny watching the internal battle of you just saying that you earn it. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I think it's hard for me to say that because I feel like... You did But a lot of, I think a lot of this kind of stuff is luck and who you know, even though I didn't really know anyone there. But, like, mm. well, I didn't know anyone there. <laughs> so, yeah. it's a, like, it definitely wasn't nepotism. It was literally just, like, I don't know what it was. It might have been a lot of things. Your talent. It could have also been... It definitely was partially talent, obviously. Yeah. But also, I think, because me as a person, I think in the interview, I did well because, yeah. like, I'm quite easy to get along with yeah. and, like friendly yeah so and i think interviews are like a big part of like whether or not you're going to get hired because mm-hmm. they just need to know whether or not you can work yes exactly with a team but also interviewing well is so rude and so many different fucking problematic stuff like the way That's you talk true. the way you act yes. the way you dress all of this stuff like, yes like fucking speaking the queen's english and having a cup of tea you might as well get the fucking job there and then well exactly Do you know what i mean with your yeah. pinky out and you're on zoom unless we're like, unless we're awesome. hiring yeah <laughs> Then you can suck out. I actually did my interview like that. Like, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. fuck you. You fucking hell. Fucking well, I'll see you down the pub, John. Yeah, I'll see you down the pub. Yeah. Listen, you, me, and yeah, you master. We yeah. talk business. <laughs> and then I got it immediately. <laughs> that's that's how you interview well. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's really funny because like I, I just find it so interesting when you because those things all can exist at the same time that mm-hmm. it was like you interviewed well there's a lot of like yeah um neurodivergent bias when it comes to working and all of this yeah. stuff and there's just a lot there those are, all can exist literally alongside the fact that you're talented and really like amazing and you were amazing at that age potentially 
So I actually, why can't I accept so why it? Why can't you accept it? What yes. is it? I'll just say yes. What? But what's going on inside when you just can't accept, you can't say it? Um, okay, I think it's a lot to do with just like um, not wanting to come across as like arrogant. Like right. I think my family have always been like, don't show off, right. never brag, never like say you're good. Then why do you have a grill? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> why do you have a gold grill in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why'd you drive a Ferrari? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> don't brag. But like, I have to wear like loads of brands. Now. Yeah, yeah. I only wear Rolex. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, wear yeah. anything Fantastic. else. Yeah. Um, no, I think they just genuinely like that's showing off. Mm. Like if you say you're doing well, that's showing off. Okay. So like I, I never said I'm doing well. And I used to hate it when I was growing up when people would like post on their Facebook status like, I got five A stars. I'd be like, you I... you think you're too nice. That's what I would say in my head. <laughs> did you ever do that? I never did that. What? I never posted my grade no, anywhere, bro. I that? never so, did again, that. See, it's arrogance. No, is it though? But I also like, I also, because my bed, <laughs> said mine were dead. No, they weren't yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, because, we, it's because all we got was D's and U's. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people that did that, bro. Yeah, nah. they're fucking, who do they think they are? Alphabet, yeah, yeah, whatever, Einstein. Um, no, I don't know. I think that's also like, do you tread the line of like being able to be proud of yourself and arrogance? I think you're able to do that. Yeah, I think there's something about like being self-assured and like mm -hmm. confident in yeah. like your ability. But I think for me, it just went too far the other the other way. <laughs> like it went too far. Like, oh yeah, you should be like confident and like humble. Yeah, and like modest. Yeah, but like in trying to be humble and modest, I think I just went like the whole other way. And instead, like I think I just feel anxious instead, yeah. and I feel like I'm not good at what I do. Okay. Right. Yeah. What about you though? Oh, I wanted to ask you something actually. Oh, well, Sorry. Um, I just I just find it super interesting because the whole showing off and bragging part is yeah. I don't know, what's the fight what's the medium of it all? Where where's the sweet spot? Because I if I think about you know when you think about like what would you like to do better and you think about your kids, right? And mm -hmm. you think I but I wanna look inwards and still there is still time for us. There's still yeah. time there's not always like do you know how your well wishes are going passed on to your children mm -hmm. as if that your time's done? No. What do I want us to be a little bit better at? I mean, I think I'm a little bit better at you than like acknowledging that I'm fantastic and delicious. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. But where is the sweet spot of, of all of that where you feel comfortable mm. saying that, you know what, like I'm doing well, like I'm actually very good at this. I just wonder, I just wonder what that looks like for you. I don't know, because I feel like in my head, I know I'm good at certain things. Yeah. But like, I just find it difficult to voice that because yeah. I, again, it's like, a, they're going to think I'm a break. So let me just relax. Okay. And what does that, <laughs> do you know what I mean though? Do you know, it, do you know what I feel different like that? if you just like walk up to people for no reason. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Sally on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you saying, Sally? Oh. I'm great at my job. Do you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck off. Don't look at me. <laughs> um... No, I just, I just find that really interesting because it was like literally watching a uh, turtle get off its back. Oh, <laughs> I know. Um, you asked me the question of, what did you ask me? Sorry, remind me. What did you ask me in the beginning? I asked you what, how did that add to your esteem? Yeah, so what, your first ever job. Uh, you didn't actually answer that. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, sorry. It, coming back to your original question mm -hmm. it added to my self-esteem because like it was a large media company that i watched growing up yeah and that all of like my generation watched growing up yeah and um, knew about it too yeah so like that for me was like a big deal mm -hmm. because i was like well can't believe i landed a job there yeah like, that's wild um in some ways it did boost my self-esteem right because like 
they told me in the interview, like out of 600 candidates, they picked me, which is nuts. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Like that really did boost my self-esteem. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, maybe I am good enough to do this job. But then at the same time, I went into it not knowing any mm-hmm. software like skills. Mm-hmm. And like I'd never worked in a workplace before, really like in an office space like that. Yeah. So like navigating like office politics and like how do you say hi to people and introduce yourself to people like and you're like 20 yeah, yeah. Like, it's just sweet, a bit scary like yeah it's yeah. really sweet oh, bless. yeah no I, I definitely get that and I definitely because I started similarly with an internship mm. but mine mine was like complete nepotism because my friend's yes partner owned the company so like bro the reason I was there was because I knew someone yeah, and I like yeah. I sat very pretty and tight with that yeah because I you was... knew you can't get fired yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i really did try it i yeah. really did push their hand i'm not gonna lie to you i did nothing when it came to the end of that job fucking hell um i'll say it here i'll say it proud yeah 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 <laughs> shout out hmrc yeah. <laughs> but work smart not hard right? yeah, yeah yeah but i what so what, what i found interesting right because i was petrified of the um university end and finding a job middle part Mm. i was petrified because i think there's something to be said about constantly knowing what your day looks like for fucking 14 years of your life school school Mm. school some more school and then some do you know what i mean there's always school right yeah so the idea of like not having a routine or something to lie on rely on was fucking booky to me so when i I definitely accepted the job. It wasn't in an industry that I particularly wanted. I knew I wanted to work in, I don't know, people throw out social media. I knew I wanted to work something in the medias, but music was always my passion. But at the time, I can't be picky. I was grateful that I found something. And I remember when I told my mom of the opportunity, she was like, take it, take it. And I was like, I don't even know if it's page, take it. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Um, (laughs) Safe from you. And I remember I interviewed and... And I was still nervous, but also I had the the backing that other people wouldn't have and that connection within the company, right? Mm. And I got the job. And I think I was, again, in an industry that I'd never been a part of. So, because I did psychology and was in social media, so it was completely two different worlds. Mm. Um, and I remember the first part of it, yeah, sure, fine. Like I was, I was happy that I had a job and it was really interesting. But when I started to really sit with the idea of the fact that this is not what I want to do. This is not inspiring me. This is not like aligned with anything I cared about. People's reactions to what I did and people's reactions to where I worked, I was so like, I was like, oh my God, people are just so excited and gassed by it. Okay. That it almost like was like, wait, should I not be? And I remember like, I'm like, you know, I used to dread it when people would be like, where do you work? Not, not for me any too. other reason apart from the fact that I hated it. And okay. people, and then I'll be met with, that's really cool. That's sick. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God. Sorry, but also, what do you re- reply to with that? Like, so like, when people say to you like, oh, that's so sick what you do. Do you say like, yeah, it is. I go, yeah, yeah. And I go like that. I just went like that. Yeah, I go, I go like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I go, because in my heart, I, in my heart, I'm dreading every Monday. <laughs> no, no, but as in like, but like, even in your now job, if someone mm. says to you like, wow, that's like a sick job. Like, yeah. Are you like, yeah. Yeah, I, I say right now, I think I feel a little bit different now because I genuinely find it interesting. So when other people find it interesting, like, I'm like, oh. oh my God, cool. Like, do yeah, you want to talk yeah. about it? But before, because it was caught up in the whole world of like social media, influences, all of this stuff, like I just felt nothing. 
inside. So when okay. people, when I was met with that, and then also realizing people's value attached to me, mm. it happened the other day actually, that I, my friend was performing and I was getting people out of the smoking area for her performance, right? So I was like, she's on stage now. I'm a very good friend. Mm. And this girl, right? She was like, oh, who are you? And I was like, 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 who are you? Like, why are you telling people to come in? She was licked, right? And I was like, I mean, I'm, that's my friend and whatnot. And she, and I was like, I, like, I think it's quite like rude just like come in. And she was like, oh, I work in music, so I know. And then I was like, what well, even if that answer? Like, I was like, I also work in music. And then she was like, what did you do? I told her. And I told her who the company look after, not me particularly, the company. And then she was gassed on me. And it was interesting because I haven't, seeing that switch in people and seeing like what the, like what a job title can do, what the way that people view you. You, yes. you think about on the flip side, the way people look down on people in retail, the way people down, yep. if I had said to her like, oh, I work in a coffee shop, where she had continued to treat, like chat to me like shit. She was very like, there's something booky about her energy anyway, but just knowing like instantly you're more valuable to someone because they find something more interesting mm. is really fucked up because I don't look at anyone any differently. I couldn't give a fucking give you two rats asses what you do. Are you funny? Are you going to buy me a drink? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I care about. Are you going to put your hand on top of my hand when I use your mouth? <laughs> I agree though, because like, I do think it's like, what does your job say about you? And I think yeah. like a lot of people think that their job is like their entire persona. Yeah. And like you said, like that woman, that girl, whatever, like yeah. at that gig. That rat. That rat, sorry, that fucking rodent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I also feel stressed by people mm. like that because yeah. I agree that back in the day when I used to say where I worked, mm -hmm. people would switch. And also there'd be people on Tinder because basically mm. on my Facebook, I'd like, you know, back in the day when we used to actually use Facebook, yeah. you'd put like your job title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd just put your job title there and like the, the company that you work for. Mm -hmm. And so I put that there mm -hmm. and then like people would match on me with Tinder just to ask me like. About if, it. Yeah. Mad. They wouldn't be like, hey, I love your pictures. You look banging. Yeah. Not that I, that's a good opening line But either. I do look banging. How about that? Right. Listen, you did not start at once when you talked about your looks. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. But your talent, but... no. Yeah, no, fucking no. <laughs> we'll no, but, they, but people would just message me to be like, wow, I can't believe you worked there. Like, yeah. what is, is it like? These times it was NASA. I want to blame. Yeah, can you out. imagine? <laughs> you're like NASA. Yeah, yeah, it's just you. <laughs> I made animations for NASA. You see my work. It's out of this world, bro. Yeah, they got fired. <laughs> see the first guy landed on the moon. That was me. <laughs> that was me. And I made an animation about yeah, it. Yeah, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. Look yeah, at the yeah, strength. Yeah, yeah, it's fake. Yeah. It's fake. Actually, I made the graphics for yeah, the yeah, fake yeah, moon the landing. Moon landing. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, no, yeah. So I feel like that's fucking bookie. Mm -hmm. But then, do you know what? It really does get to me. Um, sometimes because like I have friends obviously who are like amazing artists yeah um, like artists not like music artists but like mm -hmm. art artists yeah 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 paint like, brushes <laughs> with paint with paint and water or, or, yeah. or not like digital digital artists yeah. or like animators and stuff and like I genuinely find myself like comparing myself mm. to them even though like we're in the same line of work potentially like I'm as good as what I do in your in, space. In my space. Mm. And they're really good at what they do. But we do different things, but it's in the arts or whatever. Mm. I think like I find myself feeling like I should be doing more. I should be doing like better. I should be doing more creative things. 
um, I should have more followers on Instagram because right. like Instagram is like such a visual space and genuinely, and I might cut this out, but because I think it's quite like a revealing and exposing thing to say, mm. but like I genuinely think that um, there was a time in my life, maybe like last year or like two years ago where I just like deleted so many of my followers. Yeah. I like removed so many followers because I was like, I'm actually going to make my Instagram private. I just yeah. decided. Yeah. So I like removed bare followers and I only had like 400 something followers. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on private. Right. And then because I did a project with Gal them, mm-hmm. they were like, hey, we just need you to have a public yeah. Instagram so yeah. we can tag you and shit. And I was like, oh shit. So I just made it public. And then I was just like, oh, I'll just keep this public. I'm just going to keep it public and yeah. make it my like arts page. Yeah. My work page, whatever. And then I regretted immediately removing all my followers. Because I was like, now mm. I look like nobody. Yeah. Which is fucked. Yeah. It, it, Isn't that fact, fucked I don't want to I don't want to give you, I don't want you to speak about yourself that way, but I wonder what your mentality around that was and why did you feel like it was fucked? I think I feel like, oh no, why did I do that? Now people, when they click on me, they're going to be like, oh. Oh, as in they like. They only have like 500 followers. So funny what that means, yeah. right? And the value that we and put the value, on our... Yeah. And it's like, because it's not just, it, it doesn't just say like, oh, you're good at your job and like yeah. people enjoy looking at your work because mm. my line of work is so visual, but also like you don't have that many friends or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or you yeah. don't socialize much or you don't, yeah, you don't yeah. know that many people. Yeah, followers. It's um, very booky. Yeah, have a lot of connotations. Yeah. You don't, again, socializing, you're a loner, right? So you don't Basically. you don't have followers, you haven't met enough people, your yep. followers are not your followers are not rapidly going up means that you're not putting yourself out there enough or you're not likable and people don't right. like it's basically just this massive thing printed on your forehead being like, Are you liked or are you not liked? Yeah. And I think And it's mad because it doesn't mean that at all. It's it so doesn't. mad. No. You know I can buy my followers right now, today. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I have. <laughs> maybe. Whatever, but hey ho. Also, coming from a world where, like, literally, followers equaled jobs because we yes. only worked with um, influencers that had you have to be an influencer. You have to be like fucking followed, right? right. Influence people. Let's say that. Right. Um, it it the clientele that that chose to work there were obsessed with that too. Like mm. the same way that I'm now working in a job that I like because in my personal time I do what I do at work, which is great, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in my personal time, I was not, I did not care about my Instagram like that and like followers and trends and like yeah, fucking yeah. those like morning routine, morning reset. Oh Brother, you do not, don't talk to me, yeah? You're telling me, yeah, that you have now woken up, you put your phone on a tripod, you now got back into bed and then you, <laughs> and you, you <laughs> like you didn't, I've done out, don't, don't, I can see the strings, I can see the strings, you fucking rats. Um... And that's what the vibe was. So everyone, I say it, and I'll say it, I'll say it here, and I'll say it again. Everyone that fucking worked there was like Pilates on a like, what did you do? I went to Pilates, um, <laughs> and then me and my girlfriend um, in the straightest way ever, by the way. Okay, right, yeah. Um, not much, <laughs> not just like, and they were queer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, no, they were like me and the girlies went to go get coffee, and then we went a walk around Battersea. Listen, those dogs in Battersea, yeah, yeah, with their little turtlenecks, yeah. <laughs> And their little flat whites, yeah? <laughs> Sharp, <up>, yeah. <laughs> Fucking pricks. That's literally the vibe of everything. So like the the clientele were they were obsessed with that. And like coming from a world where what what's the Instagram? Let me follow you, all of yeah. this stuff. It it fed into my consciousness so much mm. that I was 
I, I don't know. I didn't actually look at people like, what are you following? That I just was concerned about and just like amongst that really toxic behavior. And I didn't like it at all. So the reason why I'm giving you this example is that there are people in the world that look at that. Yeah. But I just don't think the people that you attract because of your energy and the kind of art you put out there would care about that. It's true. I just, I really don't. I really don't. But then, but then in that, but that same like vein is then it like makes me question again, like, am I talented? Like, am I talented? Mm, okay. Am I actually talented? Should I believe that I'm talented if, um, like, you know, sometimes I put my work out there and, like, it doesn't get many, res- like, much response. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think it, it, it starts, it's like a slippery slope because then I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so shit. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And then, like, because, oh, I got, like, 15 likes. Oh. Well, let's 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 flip it back on ourselves, right? Um, this podcast is something that we both adore, yeah, and we love, and I and I can genuinely say with my hand on heart, everything else in this world is dry, but us. But true. Um, there's there's some people that would say that the views or the listens that we get isn't isn't the best, right? And that's what people say because sure. there's about. I mean, yeah, people with successful podcasts will look yeah. at our podcast maybe and be and like, be like <sighs> that's how many <laughs> listens you get. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> I get a million, but I. <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah, yeah they do yeah. Um, but I can say with my hand on heart that mm. no one could tell me that this isn't good like I genuinely yeah no it's true I agree with that so and that's like without knowing the numbers like yeah I I think no you're right because yeah. I agree because it's like I look at my work and I'm like well if I think it's good enough to put out there then yeah. why does it matter how much response or engagement it's really getting because mm-hmm. at the same time it's like it's my work it's and I'm making work, it for right? me I'm not making it yeah. for other people but the bonus is that people like it and then it gets like big or, do you know yeah. what I mean? bullshit yeah. and then I get can make some money off of it that's, that's the thing right yeah. like if, if if Endgame is essentially making money money off it then there is a necessity with people liking it I just wonder there's two things though there there's mm. like it, where do I place the value mm. and is that value coming within and then and then the rest can come but mm. I just I just I just don't want you to look at your work as shit if it doesn't have a lot of likes or doesn't have a lot of engagement. That's where it's the true. that's where the problem is. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you can make this fucking beautiful piece of art and then what? Like two people like it and then it's like the deadest thing in the world. Yeah. That I can't run. Social media does like make you think that way though. Yeah. Like it does like kind of make reduce you down to like how many likes you have or mm-hmm. like do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. But it's shit. It is shit. What do you think about your like work-life balance currently? Uh, do you think you balance. have work-life balance? Do you live for the weekend? Do I live for the weekend? What does that mean? Like I just Are get, you... I like dread the week and then I'm like gassed on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, you're like, oh, it's finally Friday tomorrow. I'm so excited. I think there's, I think there's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit, a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit sleepy, I can't lie. Um, I think a part of me, Work-life balance at the minute is isn't the best. I, I can I can say that with my whole heart. Given the industry I work in, it isn't a nine to five in that way. Like mm. it isn't like I close my laptop and like it's is 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 music and like it's live music particularly. So it is in the evenings, like yeah, a lot yeah. of the time. So there's that. But I I kind of look at it now like I am in an industry that I haven't been in. Like I've been in it like in a kind of this and that type of way beforehand, but like really into it. This is my first ever time and understanding like this fucking beast of a world that I'm like giving myself, I'm expecting myself to be really immersed in it because I'm learning so much mm. um, that I am doing a lot. Do you know what I mean? But in my head, I'm like, it's it's for the long run mm. and it's not going to be like this forever. And I'm going to be able to balance it, but it's just so many people to me and all of this stuff. 
But I also have this nagging feeling at the back of my mind that like nothing I do is that there's always more work to be done. Again, like I'm, I, I've spoken about this in therapy that like, I always think that someone like, I'm, I'm not deserving to be in this space. So I always, always have to overachieve mm. because I just don't think I'm good enough. Yeah. So yeah. I've got insane work anxiety. I've got insane work anxiety that like sometimes I can't sleep or I like, mm. oh, I'm going to come into office one day and they're going to be like, oh, we've like, you were shit. We should have gone for someone else or stuff like that. Like I just, oh, I just feel know. this like, like really, really like tight feeling in my chest that I'm, I'm suddenly everything's going to like, like fall through. Imposter um, syndrome really, isn't it? Oh, okay. Is that what they call it? Yeah, like when you feel like you're an imposter in this space. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's it's it's, it's hard. Um, and also mistakes, making mistakes at work is fucking like I can't, I can't, I can't deal with that. It's, I feel like that's quite normal, you know, yeah. especially given like um, the fact that you are a black woman, mm. and also like given the fact that we're like both minorities. I think it's like both of us sat here mm-hmm. chatting about like how we we know we're fantastic but mm-hmm. at the same time we don't yeah do you know what i mean because at the same yeah. time we're saying like but actually though i'm really anxious that, that one day i'm gonna walk in and they're gonna fire me yeah like, yeah <laughs> on no or ground like, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one day they're gonna, they're gonna i want to walk in and they're just gonna be like yeah just replace you bro with another yeah. black person sorry <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. like that that's no. never gonna happen though. Mm. That's n- fully never gonna happen. Yeah. Can you imagine I walk in there like, sorry, we, we hired a, another token His trans mil. person. Hello, Mill. And you're like, yeah, bro, like, Mill. Oh, I'm Mill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pointing at each other. I wanted to say about like what we discussed last week a little bit is the mm. comparing ourselves to people that are in the same industry yeah. and stuff. Like, I I definitely feel in the back of my mind there's this like there's this timeline game. Let's call it that on this podcast. Game. Here. Yeah time versus success how well have you done in the time that you've been given the time that's been provided to you in the work environment so done out like i said to you bruv i say i say this i repeat myself because i'm consistent i hate linkedin linkedin is giving me anxiety linkedin's evil thrush yeah and thrush (laughs) linkedin is tight on me you can't you have to be loosey-goosey with these things um that i saw uh a not a friend. Uh, let's use that loosely. Someone that I went to school with, mm. and they're and they're like a, they're in like a really high position. Yeah, bro. The comparison. I was I was like I was yeah. doing up fucking birth charts. All, I was like, I was born in the same year. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking like, at but, back oh, at but photos. They, but they've got a Sagittarius moon though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that means they're like a couple years ahead of me. <laughs> I was looking at like fucking like pictures of us together and seeing if it was really them and like yeah, if yeah, they were yeah. really old in that picture. Maybe it makes sense, but like no, they're the same age as me and they're doing. They're a lot higher than me in their industry, right? See, but even you saying they're a lot higher than you. Yeah, the terminology's nuts, isn't it? That's actually a bit nuts. They're not higher than you. They've just, like, they're in a different position. Mm. Like, they're in, like, a managerial role or yeah. whatever. Like, but that doesn't mean they're higher than you. I'm an individual contributor. John. That's, That's what I'm saying. Me, I get my money and I go. Exactly. I don't care about fucking this person's development and this person's fucking, like, not doing it anymore, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I... But in my mind and the reason why I got so down about it was because we in uh, I mean this is let's let's take away the obvious things that hold people back in life mm. like we don't all have the same opportunities but in my mind we were friends and we 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 got off at the same paths and we got into life with the same thrust let's say okay and similar backgrounds similar backgrounds and stuff so 
And then like seeing the comparison makes me feel really like fucking hell. Cause I've just started in my dream industry. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm starting from the beginning. Um, and I just felt like I looked like a dickhead. In my head, I was like, I feel oh. like a dickhead. Yeah, I felt like a rat. I really that's did. That's so like, firstly, I think that's really sad mm. because to you, obviously you're like, oh, it's because they started working when they were like legit 18 or like mm. 20 or whatever it was. Yeah, like stupid university. And you're at stupid university. But like you had experiences at university that like this person did not have. Mm-hmm. You have experience working in a job and knowing, oh, this is what it feels like to not like your job and yeah. like to change career paths. You don't know that that person is even happy in their job. You're not even tight with them like that. You don't even speak to them. I like speak to them you saw them on Instagram, you're like, bro, they're in a but banging Instagram, role. Yeah, and yeah, they had a exactly. nice bag. And they had a nice bag. <laughs> I'm a twat. I don't even like bags. They had a fucking Telfar bag and you were like, yeah, that's nice. I want it. Are you proud of me? I know what a Telfar bag yeah, is. Yeah, you can get it for me. Bra, bra. It's my birthday soon. Oh, okay. 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 Um, <laughs> One for you, one for Gab. <laughs> the, no, but the comparison is simply based on the fact that like you saw mm. an Instagram picture or, and then you stalked their profile or whatever it is, you looked at their story, whatever, yeah? Mm-hmm. You don't know that they're happy in their job. That's true. How do you know tomorrow they're not going to be like, I need to do career career change and I have right. to start all over again? You right. really don't know that. You don't know that at all. So or in 10 years time, they might do that. Yeah. Like f- from my perspective, at least, look from an outsider looking mm-hmm. in, I think it's amazing that at the age of 24 mm-hmm. you have found mm-hmm. something that you feel really passionate about mm-hmm. like as of right now yeah you love it yeah currently you want to do it right mm-hmm. now for like the rest of your life yeah right so yeah. that is amazing mm-hmm. and like thank you yeah that's i think nice. that's like very hard to find like yeah. people don't find some people don't ever find that like yeah. some people like find it when they're 40. Some people find it when they're 60. Mm-hmm. There's like this whole um, section in The Guardian that I heard about. I don't read The Guardian. Yeah. But like, <laughs> Tell them I'm, though. I'm not a white woman. But like... Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That was actually a read to all you man out there. You might read The Guardian. But, Most um, of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, there's this, I think there's like this section, at least I, I saw this on Twitter or something, but like there's a section about like, people who found their passions later in life yeah. and it's like all about like they'll feature different people every week or whatever where mm-hmm. it's like the 60 year old person who started up their own baking company Aww. and they um just felt like they needed to do it like because right. they were like i'm 60 like mm-hmm. i want to follow my passion and they right. did it and yeah. they're having the best time and like that to me is like so beautiful yeah 100%. Do you know what I mean? I I wanted to ask you yeah. uh, a question about when it came to leaving your job mm-hmm. um, and the anxiety you felt leaving your job and mm-hmm. actually like fucking taking the plunge mm-hmm. and like what that meant for your, like the way you viewed yourself and like how how it manifested, like knowing that you were going to do this. Uh, what, like be freelance? Not freelance, but quitting, like quitting and like what... Which what, time? I quit, I've quit like four times. <laughs> <laughs> the last time. The... Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Going into freelance. Then. Yeah, going yeah. into freelance. That was really scary for me because, yeah. and I remember distinctly speaking with my therapist on Zoom mm-hmm. and that session was so helpful to me because they were relatively new, mm-hmm. my therapist at the time. Yeah. So like, and I was just saying like, I feel really anxious. I feel like if I, if I give in my resignation, mm-hmm. okay, and... They'll, they'll find it, like, 
rude because I'm going on holiday in two weeks mm-hmm. and something like that. And basically, I don't know why, but I was feeling really anxious about yeah. the fact that like I'm going on holiday and I'm giving my resignation just feels yeah. really rude. Yeah. Like just feels like I'm disrespecting like my boss or whatever. And my therapist was basically just like, so you're worried because you want to leave a job and you know you're going to leave it, but you d- you're worried about when you're going to leave it and you're worried someone's <laughs> going to be upset even though you're leaving it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You're yeah. jokes, I can't lie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, so like, why don't you want, like, why don't you just, like, what's the problem? Like, mm-hmm. I'm so confused. And like, it's, to be fair, like, when they said it to me like that, I was like, yeah, I actually need to leave my job because yeah. I hate it. Like, 100%. I was dreading going in. Mm-hmm. dreading signing on mm-hmm. making work to the point where i said to you and i've said to all my friends like i genuinely felt like i spent two years in that job two mm. and a half years um and my skills started declining yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah i went backwards like i lost so much of my ability to make something and look mm. at it and be like this is beautiful yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that was like soul crushing for me as someone who is creative yeah i found that to be that's really horrible it was so horrible that sounds horrible because also my confidence was the light out of you yeah because a new creative director came in and they fuck you yeah they were genuinely like they just didn't believe in me Mm. and then they they confirmed all these like anxieties i had about myself Mm -hmm. all these insecurities i had about myself Mm -hmm. they like would just randomly halfway through a project they took me off a project and they were like we're bringing someone in to do it instead that's fucked yeah that was mill that was mill yeah they brought mill in <laughs> it was future you free lot to you came in yeah, yeah they brought mill not mel oh and yeah no, that's it was, horrible it was very and they didn't explain why they didn't give me good feedback they weren't like we're just you know what i mean like yeah. i've worked with so many design directors so many creative directors and like the feed they i don't know they just didn't know how to like manage me maybe yeah yeah and so in that case i was like well if this is going to be the new way of working where i'm just going to get moved off of a project every like right couple of projects i'm out do you know what's so interesting about that do you think work your work relationship at that time mimics your relationships that you had with romantic partners and the, the way that you felt about yourself and the way that you internalized everything and like not knowing when to leave and not knowing like literally you're hand being forced because yeah yeah because they were genuinely i feel like almost managing me out yeah yeah <laughs> it felt a bit like that and yeah. i was like fucking hell like it wasn't a breakup they managed me out yeah, yeah <laughs> imagine they, no but no, they're not broken up bro yeah, they like, broke up with me though to be yeah, fair like the yeah. job broke up with me to be yeah. fair but i'm just saying it's so funny like it, it's not funny because it's fucking obvious and maybe we're not smart but like how like your insecurities and stuff show up in all parts of your life i'm so sorry i can't if I'm insecure here, I'm in square work. No, that's true though. If because I'm insecure here, from I'm the outside work. looking in, you'll probably look. You, you probably saw me, and you. I don't know, like what your thought process was, but like if yeah. I was to tell you all that stuff, you'd be like, "I'm sorry, no but you way. need to leave. Like, yeah, you're better yeah, than yeah. this. You actually yeah, have to go." Hundred percent. Right, but like when you're in it and you feel insecure about yourself and you feel like an imposter mm-hmm. wherever you go, you're grateful for whatever you have. Yeah, but no, but deep down, deep down, I knew going to this job, I'm too good for this job. Yeah, I knew it. 100%. Like I actually knew that because I said to you on the phone, I said, "I'm not going to be here for long." Yeah. I'm yeah. here to get the name of the brand yeah. on my That's all fucking our exes. CD. That's all our exes. That's all our exes. Yeah. We said to each other on the phone, I'm not going to be here for long. I'm just going to be. No, I didn't say okay, that. Okay, we didn't say I that. I never said that. <laughs> We've never that. said that about love. I never said that. We I said, love I'm you gonna... so much. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I love you so much. We said, I'm going to marry them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, please take my hand in marriage. It's not <laughs> We've never fucking said that. I said, put me here forever. <laughs> What's the anxious. 10-year program, please? <laughs> We're too... <laughs> Is one month too early to propose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's one month too early to rip up my CV, please. I have no other qualifications. I love it here. No, it's so true. It's so true. Like, I... <laughs> I fucking did. No, we literally did not say that one bit. No. I love them so much. But you were so... Yeah, you were so adamant at the start of the job that we're talking about. Like, yeah. how good you were. And, like, how, like, this was mm-hmm. just, like, a temporary. And then, hey-ho, two years later... I said, I said, this is just going to be... To be honest, I... Do you not remember? I turned down the job. I said, I'm not yeah. going to take yeah, it. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want it. And they yeah. said, all right, well, can you come freelance for us? Yeah. And I said, all right, I'll come freelance for you. Yeah. And then f- other freelance work just was not coming in. Yeah. And they were like, here's a full-time job if you want it. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh I'll just take it. Yeah, and then you took and it. I got sucked in. I got, got sucked, sucked in. in I but I felt a similar way to you. I mean, I, I, can, mm. I can definitely resonate with the fact that like, I was really really unhappy work was so fucking dire Mm. and i was so uninspired and like everything about it made me feel like actually terrid like inside and out i felt horrible that like i so i was working from home Mm. which um I don't know. I'm not really, I don't think I'm a work from home kind of person. Like I don't, no, you hate it. I don't like it too much. Maybe this, because I don't have a comfortable work environment at home. Yeah, Let's that's that. potentially it. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe it's not work from home. Maybe it's just home for me. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was, so there was a lot of comfortability and flexibility there, which in some people was heaven and, and mine not really, because it meant that I'd wake up five minutes before I have to sign on. Mm. Um, I then was just like doing minimal work on my laptop because they weren't giving me anything because they knew I didn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, and I was spending my days just literally because I couldn't like leave and do anything. So you're like trapped in the nine to five bubble because you can't leave your laptop because someone might need you. Exactly. So I'm going to watch a lot of shit. I was hate watching to the max. (laughs) And like, I remember it even saying like, I wasn't excited to do anything. Actually, I wasn't excited to engage I remember my partner saying to me, like, she was like, you are just like, not yourself. Like even in the evenings Mm. when I finished work and she was around for the evening, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be excited to do anything. I wasn't really like, I was felt sluggish. I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to clean all of that stuff. I still don't want to do any of that. (laughs) Because I trained her. (laughs) Imagine just realize that you're a slob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm lazy and so sexist. Um, And I can't explain to you if you need to leave work, and I was petrified, right? Because mm. I left my job without having a job. I just quit. Okay, yeah, you did. I quit and I had just to work my notice. And I, it was the scariest thing. I think I've had to do, no, not the scariest, but one of the scary, one like like a life scary thing because what your anxiety tells you, you're not going to get a job. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any money. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to pay for anything. Yeah. You are going to be living at home forever and you're nothing that's what anxiety said to me in my brain so i was like oh my god i can't believe and i know if my dad was still around he would cuss me so much if i had told him that i quit without having a job lined up i told my mum that i had quit i wasn't living at home at the time right i told my mum i quit and i haven't found anything two weeks before my like michael was done before my like the way she cussed me out was mash that you don't do that what the fuck are you doing? Like she was so, she didn't swear, but she was so angry at me. Luckily, I had got the new job the day of my like leaving drink. So that was great. But okay, yeah. there was, there was, for all of it, I wasn't hearing back from any jobs. I wasn't hearing back from anything. Mm. It was a, such a long game that I was like really ready to like be prepared that I would be like unemployed for a bit. And I, and I, that feeling and, and 
kind of looping back to the theme of this episode, I felt like my self-worth was like this big. For those that can't see us, so everyone, <laughs> my fingers are very close together. <laughs> <laughs> you felt tiny. I felt tiny. Like my yeah. self-worth was, and like whenever everyone asked me, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'd lied at work. I said I had a job. What? So... I said to people, I got a job. Yeah, man, I got a job. And then at my leaving drinks, when I got the job, I was like, I got the job. They were like, I swear you had the job. And I was like, I didn't have the job. <laughs> oh my God, wait. So when when you said that I've got the I've got a job, yeah? Yeah. Did they ask you like, oh, where's your job at? Did you lie? I said, oh, it's just in King's Quest. Because that's where all the labels are, isn't it? Um, I dodged around that. So you just being like aloof. Yeah, I was being aloof. I was being aloofer. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> Because I couldn't, I'm being, I'm being very, very yeah, real with you. Yeah, you're being very, very honest I, here. I couldn't deal with people looking at me like, you left without having a job. Yeah. And I remember when, when I'd come back from the call of them offering me the job and I was so gassed and I was saying to, shout out Elizabeth, I love you. My ex-manager, mm. she was like, she knew the process because she's a G and she was like there for me a lot. Um, She knew, um about like me not having a job and like quitting and knowing that I was unhappy, but everyone else thought I had a job and was looking at me like, I swear she had a job. Like, why is she so gassed? And I was like, oh, yeah, I lied. And they were like, oh, right, like why? And I, and I, I wouldn't, do you know, I wouldn't even say I lied. I'd be like, I've got a yeah, new job. Got, yeah, yeah, it's a different job that it's I actually wanted. Job. I accepted the um, one that I didn't want. Yeah, yeah, I accepted another one. That's too much of a lie. <laughs> I, wouldn't have like li that. I wouldn't have lied in the first place. I, I was scared. I yeah. was scared of, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the question is, is that, the idea of me not having a job mm. was petrifying. And I think it plays into like what I make jobs mean. Yeah. Right. And I think it probably means a lot to me. The fact that I couldn't go, oh, I don't have anything. I wasn't secure enough to say that. Yeah. But were you not, so were you scared of like not earning money? Was that also yeah. a factor? Not earning money and not doing enough. What's doing enough? That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, man. There's a That's lot of value rough. put there, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. is a lot. That is a lot because I think that actually <sighs> the fact that you lied. Mm. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Let's stick on that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the please. Fact, it's I mean, really no, interesting. Because it is interesting. Like the fact that you lied to your work colleagues is like. You're not my friends. Sorry. Yeah, not friends. Work <laughs> friends, you know. Your work colleagues. Yeah. Is It just says a lot about a potentially the type of people that you worked with. Yeah. And what they would think and mm. what kind of, yeah, just if they're horrible. Um, but also the fact that like you, yeah, you think that without a job, you're nobody. Yeah. Because if you're like, oh, I'm just like, I don't have anything yet. Yeah. I think people would be like, so who are you then? I think, I think also in the space of quitting and then not having a job in this climate as well, mm. people are like, oh, was it that bad? And yeah, it was, but... That's okay, though. And that's okay to say, yeah. but you're also amongst it, right? Like, I was amongst it, and, like, I I felt a bit of pressure. I don't like shit talking, especially at work. I mean, I did do it a lot, um, and I did it all the time to anyone that would listen, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also didn't, like, want to spark that conversation of, you must have felt so depressed at work, and all of this stuff. I didn't really yeah. want people in my business like that. So it was just easier for me to say that. But definitely, I think the, the biggest um, reason within that was because I'd, I'd, I'd put so much value in what work meant for me. Mm. Um, and I and I think a part of me was like, I took the plunge of going for my dream career. And if it backfired, then like, am I an idiot? Like, why would I do that? Mm. It's so funny though, because like, it's, it's what we tend to do a lot. Like if anyone else had said that to me 
in my position or in in 60 years plus like mm. there would be no judgment coming from me it's just the judgment i place on myself mm. which is mad because i love to treat myself like um a stranger i'm probably fucking nicer to a stranger than i am to myself sometimes <laughs> it's true though no but i think we all are do mm. do you think you have any um advice for people who are scared to leave a job that they hate leave it yeah I really <laughs> believe, no, I really believe to yeah. share is to gain. Like, I mm-hmm. think I, opportunities came to me because I was leaving one. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a blockage for me. Like, mm-hmm. I think it genuinely was. I think I wasn't exposed to certain environments because I was so consumed. Because it's a fucking whole job. I had a lot of Netflix to watch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I, <laughs> I felt, I felt like as soon as I handed in my notice. Also, this is if you want to get a job straight after. If you're literally quitting because you want to explore and see what else is out there, do that too. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely felt like, because I handed my notice, I my mind opened in, in a different way because I was like, okay, I've done it now. The worst is done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's happened that I, cr- cr- opportunities came to me and that's the only way I can describe it. I think had I have not taken that leap, things would have come to me. I just think there's like a, an energy attraction thing there. Yeah. Do you also think though, because this is how I saw it as well, is that like partially you were anxious about not being able to find a job. Therefore mm. you were like, the anxiety kind of like pushed you to yeah. like go out there and find something yeah, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. love. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. also true. Um, but I also put this like unnecessarily timeline on myself that was like, if you need to find a job at the end of this notice period, mm. And that's just unfair. So I would, if I could do things differently, I'd, I'd put so little pressure on myself, given if you have the an economic ability to do mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm definitely coming from a place of privilege because I knew at the back of my mind, I was in positions where I could get help. So mm-hmm. that's, that's also there. But I just genuinely think you're not meant to die for work. I'm so sorry. No, I think that it's really important to like try stuff because if you don't try it, you're gonna just like look at it. Yeah. And like think about it and then like daydream about it and then like fantasize about it, but not actually do it. And then you're like wasting time not doing it. Yeah, and then you meet up in a hotel with it. And yeah, then you kiss it. Yeah, yeah, then you lips it and then, and then you're then like, you oh, but I can't, I'll, yeah. I'll put only the tip in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like it. Imagine, imagine a whole couple. Imagine a couple that's like fucking secure as fuck. Yeah. 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 Love each other off. They find our podcast. Then they start to stray. Yeah. Then we break up a couple. Do you know what I Because we're fucking indoctrinating them. Sorry, what are we indoctrinating them? <laughs> the only thing we're indoctrinating you guys in is to know yourselves better, yeah? And to love yourselves. And if that means that you've got to break up with your partner, that's your business. That's your business. it sounds like you're, you and your partner aren't compatible enough. Exactly. And you haven't been chatting. If two random people in West London can make you guys break up, then you're meant to break up yeah. to start with. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. Stupid Sorry. little broken headphones. Yeah. <laughs> but one ear's working, yeah? And you break up with your partner. You can barely hear us, you prick. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to wrap up there. Yes. Thank you again for listening. That's some great advice, by the way. Yeah, brap to us. You know what I might save you? I won't let you die. I'll save you shut off the up, boat. Okay. I'm actually going to shut <laughs> shit. Um, All right. Love you. <laughs> Love you, man. And I hope you guys have a delightful rest of your weeks. Mm-hmm. My name yeah. is Halima. My pronouns are she, her. I am Mel's ex-best friend. Brap. <laughs> uh, my name is Mel and my pronouns are they, them. And you just tuned in.
amazing to Bottles to Get Therapy. Fantastic. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it is Bottles to Get Therapy on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Mel hates this part. Yeah. But I'm going to jazz it up. The music's in the background, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to email us, you can at uh, bottlesgettherapy at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to follow me, if you want to follow me on uh, Instagram, it's I know a guy with a W. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's kingtofu on underscore. But you can also just find our handles like at the bottles to get therapy Instagram. So yeah. And you have a delicious week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>